Are you recording? I am recording. Okay. Okay. Hi, Reed. Hi, Dad. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Good. This is this is episode five, and we are uh, in different states, looking at each other on a little screen. Yeah. And recording our voices on separate tracks on separate devices. So this is a whole new world of technology. Yeah, this is the first time we're not in the same room recording a podcast. Yeah. So we're kind of on a new, uh, this is a new, uh, what is it, advanced level of podcasting, achievement yeah. level. This is how like so the we, elites do it. Yeah. <laughs> so so we've acknowledged that there might be glitches and there may be things we have to figure out but so far so good yeah i think so uh, i think i think this is great so i can see your your dorm room in the background and yeah. and things look good and how's how's dorm life there in in the university land uh dorm life is good um, we're still dealing with like COVID and stuff. So. Oh, is that still a thing? Yeah. For some reason that hasn't just stopped. Um, yeah, but it's been good. Um, all my classes are in person. Um, they're like, we have masks and stuff required at all times and stuff, but, um, yeah, it's we're getting to do stuff. I've been able to have in-person band and in-person clarinet lessons and stuff for the first time in like two years. So that's, that's been amazing. good. Um, yeah. Getting to hang out with people like people in classes more and my friends a lot more. So yeah, it's been a whole different kind of year than last year was. So that's been good. Like there's just so yeah, many people on campus now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great to see and hear that there's like this whole different ecosystem of people and interactions. Yeah. Even though there's still a pandemic, but you guys seem to be doing a really good job of, you know, being responsible and being vaccinated and being being college students at the same time that you're taking care of your community. So yeah that's so fantastic that's i'm really yeah, happy my, for you. yeah me too my holocaust professor was telling us the other day that um like so they're monitoring covid cases and stuff and we're like one of the lowest um states and counties right now so hopefully like and my school has been showing that and so yeah that's been good and hopefully the year we'll be able to stay at least this realm of normal yeah so. yeah it's i mean even here where we're like not doing that great of a job in general and and there's no real well we don't have a restriction on wearing masks or having vaccines but um i feel like there's kind of this peril and i kind of have this reservation about doing things but it's been so much more fun to be in classes and seeing students, <laughs> even if they're like 
not wearing a mask and I don't know for sure if they're vaccinated or not, but, but I am, and I'm wearing a mask and, and it's, I don't know, it's this weird combination of being scared of what's going to happen next, but also really appreciative of this normalcy of how education should work. So yeah, hopefully it keeps it up. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so, um, so I didn't know if you saw in the script that, I added a thing on our, our our regular script. I thought we should add, what's what's a big thing you learned this week? Are you um, ready for that one? Did you do your homework and read the script? I read it, but I didn't think about it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Very college student of you. Um, what's a big thing you learned this week? Okay, that's fair. Since since I've been thinking about this, yeah, you can so, go first. I mean, I, I, the reason I wanted to ask a question like this is because, like, you're in school and you're supposed to learn things like two plus three is equal to five, or how to like do some procedure, or extract some mucus out of some some amphibian or something. But sometimes you learn something that's like not related to those kinds of things at all. And I had this this great example of so I teach at the college but I'm taking a class too right now mm -hmm. and the class is uh, something I'm totally not qualified to take called pedagogy of jazz which is like for future music teachers <laughs> uh, who are you know actual music majors and I am a science professor who plays some piano and I thought it would be a really good example for me to learn from how do you teach jazz musicians or how do you teach musicians how to teach teach jazz and maybe I could use something like that for how I teach people how to teach science so I had this great moment where um, the professor was telling us uh, that in playing in an ensemble in jazz, the most important thing to do is to listen. Yeah. And that's something I knew, but then when he was pointing it out and he said specifically, listen to the hi-hat of the drum mm -hmm. and you can't go wrong. And the hi-hat is keeping this time that's not just the how fast it's going, but also the rhythm. and. And I had this great revelation that, first of all, when I'm playing in a band, that that would be important for me to do because <laughs> I'm not always paying as close attention as I should. And it was like this kind of, not really slap in the face, but this great reminder that I can just focus on one thing and, and being more careful about listening to other people is important. But then I thought that's how, that's exactly the kind of thing I want my future science teachers to understand is how to like listen not to what they're saying but to what everyone else is saying yeah and maybe in greater society this is what we need but it, but but even little things like just paying attention to what are the sounds and ideas around you rather than what's coming out of your own head and mouth yeah but also <laughs> we played my band did i tell you i'm in a band yeah yeah. <laughs> we played it we played this weekend and there was this great moment where i i played something and ian 
who you know really well, yeah. the drummer, he like played off of that and I heard him do that and then I played off of that and we had this moment that he looked at me and I looked at him and you know like when he looks at you with that acknowledging thing and that nod like, oh my gosh, I did something really good and it was yeah. all because I was listening to what he was doing. And it yeah, was really you were jazzing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but with the band and not just like doing just something because I thought it sounded good, but it was actually, it didn't sound, it wasn't because it sounded good on its own. It's because it sounded good in, in concert with someone else and what they were doing and it worked together. So that was just this really fun moment that I got from sitting in a jazz teaching class at eight thirty in the morning. Yeah. We were talking about something so, in my, in my law and society class. Um, yeah. That was, like that um and it was we were talking about um whether we should be a like a what was a soldier or a scout when when learning new ideas and so like a soldier is like someone who defends their beliefs like no matter the costs and then the scout is the person who just wants to know everything that's out there and so like that was really interesting to think about. And it's just because like every, everyone has moments where they want to just be the soldier and they want to just defend their beliefs and that makes them not listen at all to what people are saying. And then it makes the other party shut down and then nothing gets done. It's just people getting upset that nobody's listening to them because they're not listening to anybody. So it's like jazz. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's like this great, great lesson to be learned from playing in jazz ensembles that you have to contribute and you have to listen and you have to be in the same key and and play with the same rhythm mm -hmm. and take turns. Yeah. Which, yeah, maybe everyone should learn some kind of version of that. Yeah. So is that the thing that you learned today about being a soldier or a scout? I'm sorry, this week, a soldier um, versus a scout? That's one thing I learned. I've also been learning a lot about the rise of Nazis, which that's not very fun, but it's really interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just when you said my Holocaust professor, like that just sounds like, <laughs> I mean, what a title. He's very nice. So that's I, good. Well, I, I bet. Yeah. That's a good class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're taking the Holocaust Holocaust class, the law class, creative writing. Yep. Band and mm -hmm. lessons. Yeah. And your environmental science class. Yeah. Sustainability science. Sustainability. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm sure there's, there's going to be more to talk about. <laughs> so we can have this just a regular segment of what did you learn this week? Yeah, I'll and take notes of what I'm actually learning. There's probably going to be something. <laughs> Hopefully I'm learning. Yeah. Taking enough but credits for me to learn something. Yeah, you should get something out of that. <laughs> it might not always be in class too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you want to go on to our review of the week? Sure. 
this was your idea. And uh, as soon as you suggested it, I thought it was a really good one. Do you want to introduce it? Yeah. So this week we are reviewing um, a poem by Mary Oliver. It's called I Go Down to the Shore. Um, it's one of my favorite poems. Um, yeah. We don't. It's kind of funny because you don't really think, oh, we're going to review a poem. And <laughs> like, who does that? Especially since Mary Oliver doesn't need another review. And yeah, she died last year or the year before. I want to say last year, but I'm not entirely. I don't know. All the past yeah, years have been the same. So, yeah. Yeah. Time doesn't really register a lot of meaning lately uh-huh. but it's not like it makes a big difference if we give her a, a thumbs up or a thumbs <laughs> down yeah. on her poetry writing because <laughs> in case people don't know who mary oliver is she's an amazing poet and will do just fine in in the history of poetry without us saying if she's good or not good or if anyone else cares one way or the other yeah um do you want to read the poem Sure. Actually, you have it memorized. I do have it memorized, but now I'm worried I'm going to mess up now that I'm being recorded. So. Okay. This is called I Go Down to the Shore by Mary Oliver. Yeah. I go down to the shore in the morning, and depending on the hour, the waves are rolling in or moving out, and I say, oh, I am miserable. What shall, what should I do? And the sea says, in its lovely voice, Excuse me, I have work to do. The end. So what do you, why did you pick this this poem as the thing that we were going to review? Um, I like it um, because it's a nice short poem and I (laughs) and I think like it has a lot of it's pretty simple to like understand it it's not like you have to scratch your head over it um and then but then it's also like you still get to think about it instead of just knowing it right off the top and then putting it away forever um yeah so yeah and then it's also like you can have all of these things go wrong and then the world says okay i'm gonna keep doing my thing so yeah i like that yeah or kind of that get over yourself buck up we've got there are things that are just going to keep going on and you might as well just keep getting on with things and and waving in and waving out or rolling in and moving out just mm-hmm. like the the ocean waves do. Yeah. I also like that I mean I was familiar with the poem and then there was this day a couple of years ago where you like cuz you do this <laughs> like it just kind of came up randomly and then you just recited it out of the blue. I don't even remember the context but just there was this astonishment of you just having this ingrained <laughs> into your brain or soul somewhere. And then you were able to just kind of 
well, not kind of, you were able to just recite it and it kind of epitomizes who you are to me in a lot of ways. Thanks. And it's a nice example of, well, just what we could all be if we sometimes just get over ourselves. Yeah. And I think more people need to recognize that it's not the end, it's not all about them. <laughs> right. They need to listen more. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Not that it's all about me, but that's what I learned this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, and I think your point about it being short, like, and she's never, I don't know. I don't think, I can't think of a Mary Oliver poem that goes on and on and on, but this one's particularly short. Um, even in her, like, general understandable and approachable poetry yeah yeah i like all of her poems but how did you come across mary oliver um i think it was a podcast i'm not entirely sure but i think it was like in some podcast or something i heard that poem and then I think I read more of her for school and stuff and I kept liking her um, and then yeah and then you guys got me one of her books uh, like her big one the collection yeah this one devotions. devotions yeah it's an anthology of a bunch of her work yeah and then like I just read them a lot, and a lot of these pages are dog-eared because I just like them. But then it makes it hard to find if I'm looking for one particular one because a lot of pages are dog-eared. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to mark this one because it's the most important (laughs) next to these 40 other pages that are dog-eared. Yeah. She has an entire book of poetry devoted just to dogs. Yeah. It's not my favorite book of her poetry, but I think it's really charming that she has such a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she's got other, like a lot of reflections on nature and stuff. Yeah. And I like the way she looks at nature. Like. Yeah. I think there's like a lot of times um, when I get assigned something for school or something like just in high school um there would be some native like not uh, like nature stuff and literature um but it would be the person just being there because of themselves and like just taking Mm. away stuff that is about them and just about humanity but mary oliver takes it and thinks about more of everybody in the whole world and about nature and not saying like everything has to be through the human lens because that kind of gets annoying (laughs) yeah 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 she's she does a yeah there's something really comforting about how she like will just present things as they are Mm -hmm. and kind of that idea that it's not about her yeah but she takes something away from it nonetheless yeah 
Like the her poem, uh, the kitten, is about that. It's like, it's um, yeah, it's about sh- this stillborn kitten, and yeah. she takes it and she just buries it, um, without a marker or anything, just because that's what the kitten deserves and it's just returned to the earth just because it that's how it's returned um instead of it needing a headstone or like being needing to be remembered or for her to do something for it to impact Mm. her it's just so it's just so the kitten is where the kitten needs to be not so that it's anything for anybody else yeah, I always feel like she writes stuff that. Uh, I mean, I I wish. I don't know. I was about to say I wish I could have known her, but it's not like. It's not like I even needed that. It's just there's some kind of comfort in her, her writing that just makes you think, oh, yeah, she's someone who kind of. Gives me something I can lean on. Yeah. So, anything else we should say to plug Mary Oliver and <laughs> her poem, I Go Down to the Shore, or any other pieces of her work? Uh, I don't know. I don't think... I think we, our audience is small enough that she doesn't really need our help. But Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think... We're going to make her break her posthumous <laughs> career. Uh, yeah. it's We don't need to say anything else because people should just find some Mary Oliver poetry and just open up the book. Oh, that's another thing I learned this week. Um, so we had this thing in my creative writing class where we were presenting a piece of art that brings us inspiration. And um, one person did a piece of art from a like a someone that she found at like a farmer's market and the thing that stuck with her was the quote like on this person's sign was that it said buy my art before i'm dead because a lot (laughs) of like artists don't get their art sold until after they're dead and like that's when they get famous and so like Uh that was fun and then that made me think of mary oliver how like yeah she is no longer alive but yeah she's still cool and awesome so yeah that's not to put too fine a point on it but but there's something about people like her whose writing kind of endures and whatever you think about life or life after death or what it is that you are in the long term like isn't it great that someone like Mary Oliver gets to stay with us in this pages, even if it's one book of anthologizing a bunch of her, her poetry over a long career. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you could ask for anything more. Yeah. Seems pretty good. Hmm. Okay. That's a good place to stay. Yeah. To land. 
Thumbs up on Mary Oliver. Yeah, yep. <laughs> the up and coming poet, Mary Oliver. I think she's got a career in poetry. Yeah. Um, go go get her books. Um, or they're all online okay. for free. So. Yeah, so much of her good stuff is on. Like people just put it on their blog, or 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 the, I get a poem of the day from a couple different places, and Mary Oliver's a regular mm-hmm. um, selection. Yeah. Okay, I've got a questions question of the day. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Um, I'll go first. So you kind of um, um, implied this, telegraphed this a little bit. So how is it to be playing in a live band for the first time in two years, you said? Yeah. Well, it's like one and a half, but we can round up. Um, it's been great it's like um yeah it um yeah i don't really know how to say it it's just good to be back with a community of of musicians again and like working towards a common thing and um hearing the progression like like we've had two practices um because we didn't have one on labor day um but um we had like it's fun to hear each other getting better and hear the improvements um and stuff instead of just working by yourself and not really knowing how it's going to turn out in the end um and yeah it's good to be like we're on stage practicing because that's like yeah the biggest place um yeah and so that's been fun it's a good sound and yeah and like my um conductor uh is super nice and like he tells us at least five times in a rehearsal that he loves us all very much and that he's so proud of us and it's just very wholesome and sweet so yeah (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like the kind of person you'd like just want to have there to have your back yeah which is like it's fun because he was um he's like retired military and so he's like he's like used to precision and like that kind of stuff but then he's also Mm -hmm. like he'll get all emotional and like tell us that he's like he loves us and like stuff and he's like you don't hear it in your in all your other classes and stuff but i really do love you guys and like yeah it's very sweet so that's great yeah when you described his background i wasn't thinking i guess this just shows what i know and what kind of bias i must have that I never thought he was going to be a fluffy on the inside kind of guy. Yeah. Well, he said it's like partly because he like, um, like in the, in the military, they just expect perfection. And then, so the only feedback you get is negative. 
So if you've done something wrong or mm. you're not performing correctly, then that's the feedback you get. And so he wants our feedback to be positive as well as negative. So then we're also hearing that we're doing well. But it sounds like he's not just telling you that you were playing well, but that he actually cares about you as people and wants yeah. you to know that he cares about you as people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is really nice. So. That's really nice. So we forget about that. I'm speaking on behalf of the education community that we forget that there are real people. Yeah. You should start telling your students you love them. Yeah. Sometimes I say something like that and I I might maybe come across as not being sincere because it will be <laughs> like like they'll have like these really great graphs and I'll say, I just love you guys. This is fantastic. <laughs> but it's in response to their graphs. So maybe they don't know that I'm being sincere. <laughs> um, but I, but I, yeah, I do love my students and I love that they get, that they're in that space that I don't think you get anywhere else. Yeah. And I get to be there and see that happening, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. So I'm I'm just thrilled that you're in on the stage and with other people and get to have that experience again. Yeah, me too. So do you do you have a performance scheduled of of any kind? Uh yeah, we have a concert. Um end of October? Early November? Something like that. I don't know. I'll look okay. it up and figure it out. Great. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll stay tuned for that. Okay. Okay. Do you want to ask your question? Sure. Um, what is your favorite part of having no kids in the house? <laughs> so, Anna and I are both gone for college. Yeah. So, um, it's me and and mom and and the bees and the chickens and the cats and the dog yep. but none of the human kids yeah this is me stalling <laughs> you know i think the best part is that we know when we know that you are both doing all right and then and then we don't have the, the the chance to not have to worry is really um that's like that's really good not only because we don't have to worry about something but because we know that you guys are both thriving yeah and that's not meaning that we know we don't think it's all rainbows and 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 i don't, I don't know glitter or whatever but it's it's great to be able to kind of live our lives and and know that you guys are also okay yeah and just imagine that um but i also like i mean we find it really hard to like cook for two people because <laughs> it's a different way of making meals and we kind of have to figure out different routines but then they get to be our routines and we get to figure out 
how to, you know, what shows we're going to watch and what things we're going to do. And like, we've got the camper that fits two people perfectly. So we get to like find new things that we're going to do just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And that's sure. Well, we're happy when you're back and we do things and trips over the summer, but it's really fun to get to know your life partner in that same way that you kind of knew her when, when before you had kids, except now we're smarter about things and maybe, I don't know, we have other interests now too. So, and more pets to kind of, and more pets. Yeah. But like mom, like she's got a, a new job and has got a photo shoot this week. And so I can kind of think about that and not, we can be more focused on those kinds of things. And so that's, that's fun. But that's mostly like, yeah, we, we're in a good place knowing that you guys are in a good place. And so we don't have to think about you being gone, but that you are doing well and we can do things well. Yeah. That's good. Is that your kind of answer you expected or were you going to say like, like, yeah, now we can, we can run around the house naked whenever we want, which we don't do. Yeah. I was trying to think of what kind of answer you might've been <laughs> expecting or, or hoping we wouldn't say. Mm, no, I feel like it's probably just the same but you have less people to fight about what movies you're watching. Less people, say that again. I've, less people to fight about what movies you're watching. Yeah, watching TV is um, simpler. Yeah. And so we've, we had to first figure out the different things we wanted to watch or different routines, but now it's pretty straight, pretty straightforward. Nice. So... Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. More room on the couch. Oh, yeah, more room for Nina. Yeah, the dog can spread out and we get pushed to the corners. <laughs> um, and also less, there's less figuring out schedules and who's going where and which car and what time. Yeah. There's still a little bit of that, but it's way, way easier. Mm-hmm. And there's four busy people. That's just hard. Yeah. So, but you can come back. Okay. Just Thanksgiving. Sure. Thanksgiving would be great. Sounds good. Be happy to see you. <laughs> as long as we still get to pick out which shows we're going to watch. Mm, okay. Okay. You'll like them. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> it's all documentaries about jazz music and stuff. <laughs> I'm sure You'll mom love loves that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that, oh, no, one other thing. So we got to check the the mailbag and see all the listener, read all the listener mail. Oh, we have a, I didn't know we had that. Nope. Oh, it's empty. I just checked. Okay. Okay. So done with <laughs> That's that segment. That's a fun segment. <laughs> yep. So, done with that one. 
I haven't worked on any theme music. I know we mentioned that. Um, but there's no theme music to play. Okay. And so I think that pretty much wraps it up. Anything else you've got for last words? Um, no, just keep your feelings inside. Yep. You too. And, and have a good week. I think this worked out. Okay. We'll, we'll do this again. Okay. Okay. Signing out. Bye. Bye.